Thank you for listening to the program. In Luke, the next uh, miracle, I guess, as it were, that you would call the signs that he did, uh, healing the blind, raising uh, the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised. And here, the account where the man brings his son to the disciples, and they could not cast him out, the demon, possessed man, a young man or a child. The Lord asked, you know, he was on the Mount of Transfiguration, so-called, and it came to pass that on the next day as they were come down from the hill, much people met him. They were waiting for him to come back, and he took Peter, James, and John, and even left the other disciples, and took those three and went up into the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, uh, his countenance was altered, his clothes became shining in glory, he says, in the glory of God. And then Elijah and Moses appeared there and talked with him. And the whole thing that came down to that, I don't believe that was a miracle, as it were, like the signs. That was showing who he was. In my opinion, that showed who he was. Uh, and But when they, Peter said, uh, let's build tabernacles here, not knowing what else to say. Then <clears throat> while he was speaking, there came a cloud overshadowing them and said, fear, uh, he, uh, this is my son, hear him. And that's the whole point I wanted to try to make is what he says to th- over here in after the events of this boy being cured of of a demon then he appointed 70 other men that went out two by two just like the 12 had done and then they came back and said even the demons uh, the devils are subject unto us through your name and what happened here before the 70 were appointed was in fact a failure they saw it as they came why couldn't we do it cast him out because they had went out two by two and i uh, apparently they had not known what that was like not to be able to cast out a demon so they they come to him and the whole thing is about that what he told them and and then after that after these things he appointed 70 others sent them out and they come back and they returned with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us. And I think it had to do with the 12 would have said that before this one case, but it was the exception. They they couldn't do it. It was the exception. And here, I think they were saying, well, the, we didn't have an exception. All Even the devils. Even, it was, and so he said to them, still, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And that is... I give un- and I gave you the power. And they said that uh, they were subject unto us through your name. Yeah. But that's why the 12, why couldn't we cast him out? So that there's a, a real reason why that is. But the point I want to make for sure is it's all about him. And the voice out of the cloud there when they were afraid, and, and he said, listen to him. And, and I think Peter would, <laughs> I would take that personally if I was talking, telling the Lord what we need to do. And, and then a cloud moves in, and God himself speaks out and says, this is my beloved son, hear him. And the Lord says here, after the 70, they come back to him. And he says, 
I gave you that power, and uh, that's not a bad thing. That's good. But notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that all the subjects are, are uh, spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And that's a profound conclusion uh, point is that he was, as it were, correcting him, saying your joy is misplaced. That's not saying it's wrong, but it's not right, as it were. Rather, you should come back and say, well, how'd it go on the, oh, uh, we're, I, it, it went fine. We did what our duty was to do, and uh, we're just so good to be back here with you. And, and we just wanted to be back with you, kind of really missed being with you. We did what you told us to do. No, they come back and they're overjoyed because we were able to cast out all the demons. There wasn't even one like it was in this instant, just not very long right before that, in the fact that they couldn't. And they were all waiting as he came down from the mountain there of transfiguration. But uh, here he says to them, you should be joy, uh, joyful over the fact that you belong to me. <laughs> That's And then in that hour, he said he rejoiced in his spirit, saying, Lord, I thank you that you've revealed these things through him to them, uh, that all things are delivered to me of my Father. No man knows the Son except the Father. No man knows the Father except the Son, and to whomever the Son will reveal him. Pretty strong right there, but he turned to his disciples and said, you're blessed, your eyes are blessed, your ears are blessed because of what you see and what you hear. Many prophets and kings, would have, you know, they really would have desired to see and hear what you hear. So he's pointing out to them here politely, uh, and over here in Matthew, when they couldn't cast this demon out, and he came down to the Mount of Transfiguration with a word, cast him out, they came to him and said, why couldn't we? And he said, because of your unbelief, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to a mountain be removed. And that's why he told the 70 and he told the 12 I cast Satan from his throne that he was given as the anointed cherub. I have all power. All things are given unto me by my Father. And so I give you the power. And they were questioning him. And it says they didn't understand what he told them. Because he said, let this sink down into your ears. I'm going to be betrayed. And hand. I'm going to... What it amounted to, no man could lay hands on him. Then... He was telling them, no, they're going to. I'm going there. Jerusalem, I'm gonna, they're going to take me, and this is what's going to happen. And Peter couldn't take that. That's so why he said, no, I can't let that happen. But the Lord said, no, that is my power. That is my authority. And it would look like maybe with this that he didn't give them the authority to cast out this one demon. And he said, however, this kind goes not out except by prayer and fasting. For them... Because of their lack of un, uh, their unbelief and lack of faith, if you had faith, you their faith was. I mean, they came to the edge of that, not the authority. It, it implies he said, "I give you all authority over." Except there'll be one demon somewhere. Probably you won't be able to cast out, and uh, it, it'll be hard. And you have to their faith if by prayer for what 
to have faith to do it, to believe and trust in him. What he said was, yeah, you can cast out all demons, all sickness. That was the whole, that was the trademark. Every kind of sickness, every kind of possession. But this one, and they said in one place, increase our faith. So I think uh, people tend to blame God sometimes if all of us know what that might be like I think but but they kind of did and they didn't understand what he was saying when he was trying to tell them I have all authority and power and I gave it to you you just because of your unbelief you would have to pray and fast for days and then you would come to the the realization you would clear up to where you knew I said you could do it if I said that it's possible and and you just don't believe if and that's what he asked the man the father of this boy uh, do you believe if you can believe all things are possible to him that believeth and the father cried out with tears Lord I believe but help thou my unbelief and that is so if you look at it, the disciples didn't come to him, and it was like, why can't we do this? And they ended up that way, and down the road, not very long after. Why can't, who's the greatest was one thing, and the other was, why couldn't we do that? And what he's telling them is, because of your unbelief, because it's too much, it was too much about them. And on that very, going to Jerusalem on the very trip, they were arguing about that when Peter uh, at least one of the times he confronted him was telling him, no, I, I just because it says here in one of these accounts, he set his face to go to Jerusalem steadfast. And they knew what that meant, totally knew what that meant. But this um, boy here was brought to him and the scribes were there and enemies of him. And it was really being an intense situation to where uh the the 12 were sent out two by two and they had the authority and power to do all the miracles and signs of the messiah but they obviously were telling the people and that's was their duty was to know we're here on behalf of him and the messiah is here that's what we're telling you and you can believe us because he gave us the power to do these things uh all miracles and except this one demon then it, could, it didn't happen, and it happened while he was on the Mount of Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John, and he was coming down, and they were waiting for him because the 12, I think, were beside themselves, or the or nine, or whatever, but that were left there, that they were beside, because it would have been an exception, is, uh, well, what's this? Can't cast out a demon. And uh, he gave us, but it was because of their unbelief. It wasn't his fault. And so he he comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration and goes right to the scribes. What what are you asking them? You know what what are you questioning? What are you talking to them about? He knew, and it was kind of like he they knew he knew. So ask me the question. And one of the multitude answered, and I think the Pharisees would just nod towards the man there. And the Lord said, uh, you know what what's your question? 
And the man said, well, here's the question is, uh, why can't the disciples heal my son? They can't cast the demon out. We all thought they could. They all thought they thought they could. I think they were, they didn't know. They, I think they were dumbfounded as it were. But I brought my son. He has a dumb spirit. The spirit tears him. He foams at the mouth, gnashes with his teeth. He's wasting away, dying. I spoke to your disciples to cast him out. They couldn't. And the Lord answered him and the people said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? Bring him here. And to his own men, why couldn't we do it? Because of your lack of belief, faithless. And in your, not his power, he gave them authority. It just, they were reached the edge of, of their faith. I guess, I, I don't know how to, but there's a difference in human faith and divine faith for that matter. But they were not born again at this, at this point, that's for sure. But, um, and so they brought him to him. And when he saw him, the spirit tore him. I think that the, they just like the two men, the Gadarenes there, the the two men out of the cave. They knew who he was, ran right to him, fell down. The spirits cried out, don't put us in the bottomless pit, you know. And so the spirit, when he saw the Lord, I, I think it's what it's saying. The spirit tore the man and, and fell on the ground, wall, just like it sound like, wallowed around like a fish out of water, foaming and and. It's not funny. It's just curious, I guess. The Lord's standing there seeing that, and they brought him to him, and the Spirit threw him down right in front of him. It's like the final challenge. Everybody, well, the 12 couldn't do it. Uh, surely he can. Uh, and, well, I don't know. And the Father, well, I believe, but there must some kind of must have been some unbelief. If you can do anything, have compassion, uh, compassion on us and help us. Because oftentimes the Spirit cast him in the fire, the water, to kill him, destroy him. So if you can do anything, well, of course he couldn't. He said, if you can believe, yeah, it'll happen. And the Spirit uh, uh, came out, and he delivered him, said, deaf and dumb Spirit, come out. And he did. And the Spirit cried out and rent him again, tore the man again, not in literally, but and came out of him, and he was one as dead, insomuch that many said, No, he's dead. And the Lord uh, Jesus took him by the hand, lift him up. And then when he was coming into the house after that, the disciples came to him, Why could we not cast him out? And in Mark it just says, This kind comes not forth except by prayer and fasting. You put it together with what he said in Matthew, because of your lack of unbelief, you would have to enter into prayer and fasting. But if you believed what I told you, no, there wouldn't be an exception uh, to it. So the whole thing is the 70 then after that, maybe they kind of learned the lesson, maybe not. I don't know. But they were more excited about the fact that all the demons were subject to to them and the 12 would it would be a story that well yeah there was that one time they couldn't come through and did only one of them try i would i suppose probably all of them and waiting on the lord to come down i'm sure they were more relieved than you could imagine when they've there he is finally coming down the hill coming he's back finally we'll get this straightened out he can do it and i think they would have believed and knew he could they just couldn't understand why they couldn't it was simple. They just didn't believe. So the whole bottom line is to all of us, trust him no matter what he says. I don't mean in 
so much. I mean, in Scripture, the, what, there's enough there. We don't have to go by dreams and visions, and the, not that those can't happen. I don't mean that. But there's enough here to get out of what he says how to think and live and do, and there's plenty there to do. And, and it's still got to be all about him. And the way I, the Apostle Paul in Corinthians, uh, so-called the love, love chapter 13, there he says, um, you can do all things that God's given you to do. He gives you authority and power to do them all. You can speak in tongues, understand all mysteries, and talk with angels, and, and be burned at stake, and give all your money, to everything. Do it perfectly. But if you don't have love in your heart, and he describes that, and it's divine love, not human, and that he lives in us, that's what he means, is that then... You you have you have no profit, no profit, no reward, no profit. It's not that those are not good things. That's what he's telling them here. All the things you did, I gave you the power and authority to do. That's not that those are bad things at all. But if you see that as your accomplishment and your joy, that's why Paul said you will have no reward if that's what you depend on. And so, well, what's <laughs> it's all about the heart all about him it's all about love that's what he said when they asked him and he said i'll put it one simple way just abide in my love joy and peace and not your own you have to die to yourself and when he lives in us that is possible but i i don't know i had to learn really the hard way that to trust what he says. He said, if you want it with all your heart and don't doubt, it'll happen. Well, I had to face the fact, I guess I didn't want it with all my heart, and I did doubt, so it didn't happen. And then that's there's a whole lot to that as to why that would happen So to a person. But, but to them here, I think they would all say after the fact, yeah, we learned something right away there. That, that there was an exception to what, and and it was the, came along and and it was real good. It we felt humiliated, you know, at the time. <laughs> I mean, you could imagine. It, I don't know. It wouldn't have been. I, I can't imagine how it would have been very good. But when he came back and did, then he still told them, uh, it wasn't my problem. It was yours. And so whatever he tells us, as in abiding in my love, and he said, if you want it with your whole heart and don't doubt, I will do it for you. If you want to die to yourself, Paul said, when you do that, he is there in you to live through you as you, but lacking any darkness of unforgiveness. And that may be a simple thing, but all of a sudden I've been told more than once, well, that's kind of impossible, isn't it? Well, no, I, I was one of the people told myself that, but it's not. So let these things, he said, and it was afterward the fact that they would have understood him. He said, when I live in you, then I'll bring all these things back to your mind, guide you into the truth. But you can see here the truth. He's saying, I am going to deliver myself over to the hands of men. I cast Satan out of his position in heaven. I made everybody. I am the creator. Nothing made that I didn't make. He knew the seven, He knew the all these people. He made them all, the spirits. And he's saying, so hear me on this. You wonder why you couldn't cast the one out? You wonder why I do what I do? And he told the 70, it, you still don't get the point. It's not about can you cast every demon out perfectly. It's do you trust me, believe in me? Totally. So they didn't want to hear that he was going to die. 
and be delivered into the hands of evil. But he's, as it were, saying, I'm going to allow myself to, and but I will deliver myself. I will be made sin and die, as it were, not possessed. I don't want to put it that way at all, but you know what I'm saying. But he said, I will raise myself up. My Father will. And one last thing is, here all this... Um, <clears throat> The, the only son, my only son, and, and the 12-year-old daughter, my only daughter, and the widow's son, my own, her only son. Well, you can't hardly miss it, and I think it's on purpose to brought out these, because he did hundreds and hundreds of miracles. Who knows how many? It's, like they said, can anybody do any more than he's done? And so here, though, God so loved us, he gave his only son, only one. It's all about him. He is the exception because he was divine. He was not a man. He said, I am not a man like you. I am from God. I am of God. I am the son of God. I am not like you. But for the believer, he lives in us. It's so profound. And it's all about him. So he's saying, let this hear me on this i have all authority and power i know what i am doing that's what he told peter satan get behind me well thank you for listening to the program